0: Leave behind all that you have known, withhold judgment, and open your mind to the journey of self-discovery and inner wisdom. Investigating, illuminating, and initiating into the great mysteries, this podcast is my account of the process of reclaiming personal sovereignty and unity of mind. Welcome to The Evolutionary Path. Welcome to you, the listener, and thank you so much for joining me on this journey. The evolutionary path is an exploration, an investigation, and a process of really connecting to the unfolding that is happening for each and every one of us in a way that is real, that is raw, and that is relevant. My name is Kiola Maltengan, and I'll be your guide and companion on this path of our great unfolding. Today what we're going to be talking about is and are awakenings and what this awakening process is, how that relates to us in terms of our everyday life and what's happening behind the scenes. A little about me before really jumping and diving into all of this. Um, I have always been curious Always kind of walked in wonder, seeing more than was actually in front of me and connecting to the fact that there is so much more that is yet to be known than we have any real knowingness for. And as such, I've always really allowed this curiosity to just lead me in my life and as such have gone through everything from health and well-being to quantum physics to the occult sciences from psychology to mythology and everything in between and as such have really looked at a more integrated perspective of what's happening here now and what even here and now is and so With these podcasts, this is really going to be part of my own experience because beneath and behind it all is the capacity to reclaim our personal sovereignty. And what that is for me is our ability to think and to act independently because we are connected to our very beingness. And we'll talk about that as well. For now though I'd like to keep it into you know something relevant that each and every one of us especially now are going through the great awakening. Well, what is an awakening? I have two children and one is going to be 6, the other is going to be 3 and in the morning when I do wake up before them, which is not often or always the case. However, when that does happen, especially for getting ready for school or for the day, there's different types and ways that I can awaken them, right? There's the soft nudge and the gentle calling to slowly rouse the child. There is the firmer shake and louder, you know, intonation of waking. And then there's just the, you know, the wake up, it's time to go, time to go. And so when we look at these in terms of a very simplistic way of an awakening, we have these moments where our worldview is challenged and how we see ourselves is, to a certain degree, threatened. At least that's how we tend to perceive it. Really what's happening is it's this dissolving of self, kind of like an Alka-Seltzer tablet, right? It seems solid. We have a way that we see ourselves. We have a way that we have perceived ourselves, And something happens, an event, a number of events that in that process really takes what seemed just so concrete and certain and melted all of that away for me one of the awakenings that i had because we have many in our lives was in 2014 when i found out or was told rather that i was infertile and so obviously mentioning that you know uh we gave birth to two children does mean that there was conception right and so The thing about that at that time was that my wife at the time and I were, you know, talking about having children. In fact, I had a vision of having our children in 2013 and so knew that it was time to welcome our children into the world. And so this knowingness, this certainty was so solid, right, Alka-Seltzer tablet that i was going to be a father we were going to have a family we were going to be a family and because of that when we both got tested in april of 2014 for our own levels of fertility whereas she was fertile myrtle i was definitely far from it and so in recognizing at least the feedback that was given the improbability the sheer unlikelihood of us conceiving naturally was a wake-up call and this would be one of those hard shakes to awake (laughs) it was not it was by no means that soft whispering and so on and so forth this was blatant this was obvious and this was Again, it was real and it was raw. And so as we went through this process, right, all of a sudden, the vision that I had came into question. The certainty of this family was now up in the air. And in this place of openness and uncertainty was where magic occurred. And the awakening that happened was incredibly relevant And it was something that challenged the very nature of who I saw myself to be. And that's what these awakenings do. They are something that can range from that soft wake up to the hard shake. There are things that can happen that are more subtle and things that are blatantly obvious. And the thing about it is, is that these awakenings are happening in a way that allows us to call to mind and to heart to bring forth in our attention to really take a step back and to look at our intention because when i had that vision in 2013 of our children we approached it in a very particular way right fertility windows timing uh, making sure that anything that would compromise the level of fertility was taken out of our lives entirely. And it was all of this pressure and all of this stress that was created around this single act, which in and of itself was a thing of beauty. And so as we allowed, you know, things to unfold, as we reinvested our attention. In a singular intention, we were able to come together to work our own magic in our own ways and to conceive not just one, but two miracle babies naturally. That was the thing though, in terms of what I was sleeping to and what I was awakened by. There's always something that we are not aware of. There's something that we are not fully conscious of. And that is when we are sleeping. Today's day and age. I mean, there's a lot that can be said in terms of how informed we are, where are we getting our information to play in terms of social media and how that helps to shame, you know, to frame our psyche and so on and so forth. And there's also the question of what happens when we're on you know, our social media feeds and what's happening in terms of profiling and so on and so forth. Now, the thing about all of this is, is that what is it that we are sleeping to? And how is it that we can best be awakened by something? So when we go through this process of awakening, then if we can look at that more specifically as being a dissolving of identity and worldview, question being well what does that process look like because when we're talking about an awakening it's not just like oh by the way you're infertile thanks and then it's over right i mean it's not just that cut and dry because then if i had decided to live in accordance with what i was told then i would have essentially given my power over to someone else right the recommendations were fertility treatments and iv and so on and so forth And the thing that i was sleeping to was my own power the thing that i was awakened by was something that was real and important enough to create some shifts in my life and in our lives and so as we look at that then That's a first part and piece of it, yet it's only a part and piece, is that there is an event that happens that challenges our worldview and allows our personal identity to begin to dissolve. And this is the awakening and that initial process. Now, the thing about that is, is that awakening inevitably leads to a reckoning. And this would be like stage two, right? Recognizing that there was a choice to be made was a part of the process. Do I choose A? Do I choose B? Do I choose to listen to the feedback that we were told and go with the treatment that was offered? Or do I choose to take all of that energy, all of the fear and uncertainty, and reinvest in a way that is real and meaningful and inspirational for me? Which is what we did. So going into the reckoning then, had i chose option a which was to go with the treatment then that would send me back into another awakening something else would have happened that would have challenged how i externalize my power and give it away to somebody else because that's the only way it can happen until we know what we don't know we don't know what we know and so as we go through this process then going through the reckoning and choosing option b that allows us to enter into the stage of emergence and the emergence is a beautiful stage and state of being because we are open right i was given the feedback that i could not have children naturally and i chose to say well i believe that i can i don't know how yet i hold this belief near and dear in both my mind and in my heart. Now in this stage of emergence, one of the things that happens is a a surrender to the unknown and allowing for things beyond what we are capable of, a letting of things that we are not in control of to unfold on our behalf and as we talk about this unfolding when we talk about evolution for example often it's misconstrued we think of darwin we think of evolution as survival of the fittest which it is absolutely not if we actually look at the word of evolve it comes from 1640 and it talks about an unfolding now i think that's beautiful because as things unfold and even unfurl, there is a natural process that is occurring and it is something that is being acted upon by forces well beyond our own perception, which means I'm not in charge of figuring out how we are going to get pregnant right? It's just recognizing that that intention is there and allowing me to focus my attention on this intention and release. And that's the trick. The release is always the trick because we can hold something so near and dear to our heart, kind of like Gollum and the Ring, right? We hold on to it and we cower in our corner, cutting ourselves off from everything else except what it is that we see and believe to be most important and we hold these hopes and we hold these dreams and these desires so tightly that we don't allow anything beyond what we have in our own hands to unfold for us so as we go through this process of emergence it is a often humbling experience because so many things are taking place so many things are coming up and this is a point where lots of things can come up trauma and triggers can come up past hurt yet also the capacity to heal right this vitality in this whole process with our with our you know child's conception was something well beyond anything that either of us could have ever imagined and yet it unfolded in such a beautiful way As we go through this, then there are qualities and characteristics that emerge. Kindness, love, caring, openness, you know, exploratory, curiosity, wonder, whatever these things are, these qualities of ourself comes up and we decide, hey, this is kind of cool. I'd like to, you know, be more of this. And so that fourth stage comes into play where we integrate all of these things, right? It's like learning how to play a musical instrument. More often than not, we don't just pick it up and magically play it. We work at it. We practice. We develop a discipline in doing it again and again and again, and we learn how to do it. And so very similarly, there is a practice of our presence. And that's really what this whole process embodies. When we're going through this awakening, if you will, when we realize that something in our life is not as we thought it to be. Someone in our life is not as we believe them to be. I am not who I thought I was. These are the things, the ways, the platforms for our growth for our development, to evolve, to grow beyond ourselves and to a certain degree, our selves. So as we go through this process of awakening, man, it's no joke when people talk about a spiritual awakening or an awakening. You know, there's all of this talk of it being just this incredibly beautiful process and I absolutely will say that there are parts and pieces that are just tremendously, breathtakingly beautiful. And there are parts that are raw, like skinning a knee and then having someone pour like hydrogen peroxide on it, right? There's that sizzle and there's that burn and that is a part of it. However, unless we know where we are, hurt or hurting we are often negligent to the opportunities for our own healing and when I talk about this specific to you know this example part of the reason that this was such a huge awakening is because one thing that I've always known that I've wanted to be was a father growing up in a single-parent home without a dad in the house, it was something that I knew and identified from a very young age that I wanted to have, that I wanted to be. And as that was challenged, maybe it's all bullshit. Maybe this won't happen. These questions, these doubts, the desire. Why was it so burning? What was I looking to correct in my life by being a father? All of these things started to come up. Back into the emergence stage, all of these things started to come up. Very much like if you're at the ocean and you look down at the bottom 15 feet and you have just full visibility, everything is just in this state of quiet and calmness. And then the tides begin to shift. And as the tides begin to shift, all of that sediment, that sand, everything at the bottom is kicked up in a plume. And all of a sudden that 15 feet of visibility comes and dwindles down to 10, down to eight, down to six, down to four, until there's only about three feet of visibility in the water. And then that's when shit begins re- to get real our mind and our imagination begins to go off what's down there what's beyond what i can see what is in that area and as these things come up these this uncertainty these doubts these fears whatever that is it's a wound it's a belief it's an experience and the thing about the process of awakening is at any point, we can turn our ass around and head back to the start. At any point, we go through our process, we go through our experience, we have an awakening, we go into the reckoning, we can choose to go straight back. Except we can't, right? We don't. We know something about ourself. We have been challenged in a way that allows us to grow and that's the thing about it once we get into the emergence for most people who choose to go past that reckoning stage two into the emergence stage three lots of stuff can come up and as these things come up as these realizations and acknowledgements begin to happen Life simply cannot be the same. So do we choose then to go back to set ourselves up for more unfoldings of more awakenings to the same thing we've been sleeping to for 20 years? Or do we sit with what is real? What is raw? What is relevant? Do we exercise the capacity, the willingness, the love, the kindness for ourselves to endure this process and to heal from something that quite honestly might not even be ours. And so that's what the magic of an awakening is. That's what the opportunity always is is to grow beyond ourselves and ourselves. And what that requires, because there is a cost is often the person or rather, persona that we have had adopted up until that point. Because again, we cannot go back. Once we take that red pill, that's it. We are going down the rabbit hole and we are going into some pretty often inconvenient yet absolute truths that we have created for ourselves. And as we go into that space, again, with openness of mind, with holding judgment rather than deeming something good or bad, just recognizing what is, we are better able to sit with ourself. to go through the hardship and the pain and the, the stories that we have created. And the beauty of that is, is that when we are awake and we choose to remain woke, We are capable of dreaming into life a totally new reality. April 2014, we found out that I was infertile. August of 2014, we realized we had conceived. And so the thing about it is, is that These awakenings are purposeful. There is something that is inside of us that we are sleeping to. We are not aware of that. We are negligent in recognizing. And so it's very much like if I had my headphones on and I was walking down the street and I was just not paying attention. And as I'm walking, I don't recognize that the stoplight is on and that I'm supposed to stop at the edge of the the sidewalk. And I keep walking and I'm just about to go into the sidewalk and get my dumbass hit by a bus. Now, at that point, someone reaches out and grabs me, shakes me from my distracted little world where I am essentially sleepwalking, oblivious to the world around me, to what's happening. Except with awakenings, rather than someone else grabbing us and bringing our attention to what's happening around, it's really us. Letting us know that there's stuff happening within. And therein lies the opportunity, right? On the other side of our awakening, awakenings, because we have many throughout the course of our lives, in the process of our awakenings there's always an opportunity and these awakenings don't just happen often it's the soft right with our with our sons you know it's the soft shake and the whispering it's like hey this is happening so we have these micro events that happen these things that occur that allow us to see some of the symptoms of a deeper source i think of One of my uncles who has now since passed away, however, he kept on falling asleep, um, you know, throughout the course of the day. And he would get a full night's rest. However, he was just always kind of tired. And so that was a micro moment. Uh, The the feeling, you know, subjectively of not feeling so great, just always kind of tired, falling asleep throughout the course of the day. Not like he was going down to nap, but felt like he always had to. And sometimes did. And then on the other end of the spectrum, we have these macro level events, right? Big occurrences. Uncle realized that he was a type 2 diabetic. And so that came in through and to play in going and getting tested. Because there were things that were building, right? It continues to build and to build and to build. There's greater pressure. There's more urgency. And all of a sudden, that little tiny micro event that was happening for two years straight, all of a sudden, explodes into a macro level large-scale event so as we look at this then at the opportunity irrespective of it happened in terms of these small little micro moments and you're like well look at that i didn't even realize that maybe i should do something about that maybe i should sit with this or on the opposite side you know it's a cluster of you know what and all of a sudden You know, the shit's hit the fan. And now there's some very hard decisions to make. And it seems to happen abruptly, but it hasn't. It's been there the whole time because you have been there the whole time. And this is something that we self-generate. And that's often a difficult pill to swallow. That we're going through a process that I created. I created the opportunity for me to step into my own power by being told that I was infertile because I was not just specific to this had been externalizing my own power by placing it on or with others so how do we make these things relevant they're raw and they are real one of the things that you know comes to mind is joseph campbell's work with the hero's journey and if you're not familiar with joseph campbell he was an amazing author and really looked at the mythology of of humanity and how there are these patterns that emerge irrespective of if you are a tribe in africa or if you are you know smack dab in minnesota or here in beautiful hawaii and these Patterns are things that we can see, which begin with the normacy, everyday life. And it goes through all of a sudden a call to action. You know, we're thrust out into something. And as that happens, we go through this initiation, right? Where we dissolve the self. And now all of a sudden we're journeying into danger, into unknown territory, into the quote unquote underworld. As we go through this process, there's an opportunity to learn deeply and profoundly about ourselves in the reclamation of our personal power. As we come out of that cycle, then we come back into the light and into the light, we are different. And we take these lessons and we take these learnings and these skills and these parts of ourself that we have brought back in, that we have reconciled back into everyday life. And so this cycle, whether we're talking about Joseph Campbell and the the cycle of creation and destruction, or if we're talking about the very nature of ourselves and the behavioral patterns of them. This process of awakening, as we go through it, can seem destructive. Yet it is our opportunity to create something different from a different place, from a different space. And so as we go with that then, kind of the question that comes to mind is, well, what now? We are very much in the middle of a mass awakening where we are recognizing that the world as we have known it is not. And as we recognize that, you know, here on Maui, tourism has been historically the big industry here. And the, the next second is a distant second. And so in one fail swoop where we had, you know, 75,000 people on island, tourists who are coming through, staying at the hotels and going to the beaches and so on and so forth, which was something that was able to provide jobs for people. In one fell swoop, swoop, all of a sudden that's gone and for a lot of people who have spent 5 10 25 years at the same job at the same hotel who have met their you know their partners and had children in that time who have invested so much of their energy and attention in this identity this is a pretty big deal so where do we go from here right with these things that happen How do we even begin to navigate these waters of uncertainty? That's the beauty of the experience, is that there's no one way. Yet what does help is remaining open. What does help is being real with ourselves. What does help and support is having help and support. Right, Kind of back to Joseph Campbell's hero's journey and that whole cycle at some point, right? If we kind of look at that, whether we're talking about Star Wars, Luke Skywalker and Obi-Wan, whether we're talking about Harry Potter and Dumbledore, whether we're talking about Frodo and Gandalf, right? There are people around us who can help, who have been there, who have perspective, who have just an open heart, who want to help, and that support is a big key aspect of it because when we get into a place where we get into that underworld part of the quest where things are heavy things are emotional where trauma and triggers are just waiting for us shit gets real and so to have someone along with us on this journey, on this experience with us to support us, who can see with inside of us more than we can see from within inside of ourself, to be our cheerleaders, to be our wizards and guides, whatever. It's a good thing to have. And so on this process with the evolutionary path, I invite you to Participate, to listen, to be open, to be real, and to be raw. Because that's going to be something that will ultimately help and support. And I hope, my intention at least, is to be from behind the microphone and more that help and support for you who are out there who are going through this process because the process of awakening is more than lotus position and holding our fingers together and breathing there are emotions that come up there are realizations that unfold and that can be hard for a lot of people that can break a lot of people however you're here now And within what would otherwise break another person is also the capacity to build from a different place and a different space. And my intention is to provide as much as I can the resources for each and every person who is listening to this, whether it is today or 10 years from now, the capacity to reclaim your personal sovereignty and unity of mind. So thank you for joining me on this first episode for our awakenings. Kind of went into a lot of things. However, there really are a lot of things to all of this. And I invite you to continue to join as we further our investigation, illuminations and initiations into the great mysteries every, I guess, week Perhaps we'll see where this goes. But for now, love and aloha to you all. Take care of each other and ahui ho.